had any weird dreams lately? It's funny you should mention that, actually. Uh, oh, I, I, I message my friend, as I do whenever I think uh, someone appears in a dream. Right, so you tell them when they appear. Is that a yes, rule? Yep, whenever they appear. Normally, my dreams are th- 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 weird. And I'm not just talking like fine for the air. They're normally pretty strange. Have I ever appeared before? You, you haven't. You would have told me if I had. Exactly. That's the f- You would have known. I would have known because I would have been told if I had appeared. <laughs> exactly. Um, I've never appeared there. No, you've never seen me. <laughs> No, or at least you've not like you've not been like an integral part, you know, right. like, you're, you're okay. like a main character. Okay, sure. In the plot of your dream, exactly. What, can you give me some of the latest one? Can you like yes. run down? So, what happened was, was that uh, I was going to like a massive shopping center, you know, like Metal Hall. Yeah. Right. Where it's like three or four floors or whatever, and it's massive. Um, I was with my friend. Yeah. And. We walk into the front doors and immediately we're greeted Can you name by your friend. What's your friend's name? Uh, B as in B E E, like the animal. Okay, like the animal. Okay, I'm yes. B. So you're with B. Um, and they're, they're with me and we're, we're opening the doors. The doors open and we're immediately greeted by stairs. Right. Right. So straight away it goes up. Now, there's, we don't, we don't see this yet. And right in front of us, there's a rock climbing wall. Mm-hmm. That's how you have to go up to the next floor. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So we start climbing this thing. I hate, I hate like climbing stuff and I, with, like, with like no protection because I feel like I'm going to fall off. Yeah. So like I'm starting getting nervous in my dream and all of a sudden I look to my right and there's just like a ramp up, like a normal walking ramp. So I'm like, we should probably just take that. And so we, we jump off, go up the ramp and we get to this like roller coaster bit where it's like a, you know how you go in a kid's park? And there's like the, the wooden trains. So it's like a square and the back bit's not there so you can step in it. Mm-hmm. So we step in this wooden train. As soon as the train starts moving, all the sides go and there's this massive metal like pole at a right angle and you have to hold on to the pole. Otherwise, <laughs> you get flung off. Right. So my friend goes, she's flung off. She's gone. She's been flung off the back. She's flung the off. Yeah. What, is, it, is she ejected by someone or is it just the pure force of the train moving? Pure, pure force. She can't hold on. She's off. Um, what she's yeah. like flowing out the back of the train because you can't onto this metal yep. pole onto, onto the back onto the floor onto the grass I make it somehow right yeah I'm like holding off my dear life just yeah yeah Um, I make it she eventually catches up mm-hmm. on the next train Uh, and then literally this dream's pointless we get to like the end of a shop we go into like a sweet shop section you're still in the shop yeah yeah this just takes you to another part of the shop oh wow okay um, we end up in this like sweet shop section from this from this horrible this nightmare train <laughs> yeah. ride wooden train ride. Um, and then I don't even know. if I think I buy like an arrow or something. Yeah, of course. And then and then we leave, and then I wake up, and that's the dream. Wow, and that's it. Um, weirdly, she's appeared twice. A lot uh, to unpack there. A lot to unpack there. The first time she appeared was a bit weirder. I don't remember the whole thing. Right. Well, can I, can we? Can, can you hold off on that? And can I go to one of mine? Sure. And we'll kind of trade these. Yeah, we, we, we can we can tit attack. Right, tit attack. Well, my t- my particular attack is yep. me and my immediate family. Okay. My mother, father, and maybe my sister was there, I don't know. Mm-hmm. We're coming out of a screening, a film screening of Jurassic Park, right? Nice. What, the first one? No, it's not a Jurassic Park film that exists. Oh. <laughs> it's a Jurassic Park film that 
has no humans in it. Okay. They're all dinosaurs, but they're not talking. It's like I'm watching. It's like I'm watching Walking with Dinosaurs, but with no Kenneth Branagh narration. Okay, right. Okay. It's like I'm just watching it, but I'm, I know it was a Jurassic Park film. <laughs> I have it in my mind. It was a Jurassic yeah. Park film for some odd reason. But there's no humans. There's no Alan Grant. There's no John Hammond. Nobody. Right. There's okay. Just dinosaurs. Yeah. And they look like the dinosaurs. Do you remember? Do you know who Nigel Marvin is? Yes. He's the prehistoric <laughs> park, right? The dinosaurs look like how they look like in that. Right. Okay. Like really stocky. Kind of CGI animation. I'm like, this is bad. I remember thinking, this is really bad animation <laughs> for a Jurassic Park film. Anyway, we leave, we leave the, the the cinema. Yeah. We come out of the cinema, and we're walking down the street, and suddenly I'm like, my family are no longer beside me. Right. And I'm thinking, who's who's beside me? It's this woman who I've never seen in my life. I remember she had sort of dark hair, and. She had dark hair. She was wearing this sort of very large coat. I'd never seen one. I don't. I couldn't describe it to you. I've never seen her before in my life. Because um, sometimes your brain like invents people, I suppose. Yeah. And then I. And then suddenly there's like a huge crowd of people who are running. We're in this alleyway. We're heading this alleyway towards the end of the, towards the end of like the street or whatever alleyway. And in the road behind the alleyway, loads of people are running. Like they're like there's a crowd of people. They're panicked. They're panicked. Right, okay. They're running away from something. Right? Yeah. And I'm thinking, what could they possibly be running from? It wasn't a, it wasn't a dinosaur, by the way. Okay. Um, they're, they're running as fast as they could. Right? And I'm thinking, what the hell's going on? And then suddenly this man comes around the corner. Right? And he's also in a very large coat. It was probably yeah. winter, was I right. assume. It was cold, it was winter. Right? He's in a very large, he's in a very large coat, and he's got a knife. He's oh. got like a butcher's knife. Oh. Right? He's got a butcher's knife, and he's coming at he's coming at me with this knife, right? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like. Sort of like, I've got a, you'll find this, as we talk about dreams, you'll find this, I get a stab or I'm threatened to be stabbed a lot <laughs> in my dreams. I've been stabbed once, I think. No, it's a fear I have. In my dreams, I'm stabbed or I'm threatened to be stabbed a lot in my dreams. So this guy's swinging his butcher knife at me. I couldn't describe, I think he had like white hair. I couldn't describe him to you again. But yeah, yeah. We're not even at the best part. Like, I can assume it's the best part. He's swinging this knife at me and I'm trying to like sort of dodge it. But it's like, it's like I can't move very much. I'm kind of like sort of, shifting around like my shoulders are moving he's swinging this knife at me and suddenly from the from the rooftops right batman yeah. comes down really yes batman. batman jumps batman leaps from the roof to, from the nearest rooftop right and it's not even christian bale it's michael keaton batman okay okay questionable choice but okay well michael keaton batman jumps down <laughs> right but he's i don't think it even was michael keaton yeah he just he just looks like he looks like he's wearing the he's wearing the eighty nine Batman suit like you know the black with the yellow logo yeah but he's it's much more like armor it's not like, like right okay whatever he was wearing right yeah and the guy with the knife goes at Batman Batman just does this <laughs> kung, super kung fu maneuver right he just okay. like twists the guy's arm and gets the knife out of his hand and, like wraps the coat around the guy's head and yeah. like breaks his neck somehow or something <laughs> okay. Right, it's a it's a it's a killer maneuver. Right? I was I'm amazed at this point. <laughs> okay, and Batman he says I can't remember what he says. I can't for the life remember what Batman tells me. Yeah, he goes he says something like go to, run to the street or something or get in the street or something like that. <laughs> get in the street. Get in the street. I'd love to hear Batman say that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember what he sounded like. I think it sounded like uh, Kevin Conroy's Batman from Arkham City. Oh, okay. I was I was I was imagining. You know, proper modern Batman, proper Christian Crowley Bale, voice. Yeah. yeah. No, it was like it was like it was stern. It was like get in, get in the street or something. Right. Okay. okay. 
and, and then I stopped running and that's it. Nice. So, okay. That's very, mine, mine are very much like that. There's, Sort of insane moments and anyway what's you can sort of parry me yeah i mean mine first off uh fun fact that i learned about dreams um and every single face you see in a dream is someone you've seen in real life your brain can't make up faces really so That's every strange. every single face is someone even if it's like for a split second walking down the street every single person you've at least seen before i thought of, i thought the woman that next to me looked vaguely like a character from lost and I have been watching Lost recently. I have been watching Lost recently. You um, know that about me. I've been watching Lost recently. And the character looked vaguely like Naomi from season, <laughs> from season three of Lost. I've so, had, to be fair, I've not had, I don't think I've had any like characters appear. Oh, I, I, have, I have television characters up the wazoo because I watch a lot of television, obviously. True. And True. films and stuff. I See, have television characters up the wazoo in mine. A lot of mine are like inspired by stuff. Right. Well, come like, on, can you? Give me an example. Yeah. So again, my friend, same friend. Um, I can't remember me. the full. Yes, I can't remember the full part of a dream, but I remember okay. for a, a split second, I was um, at the high street, on the high street. You know how right. you know you go past loads of shops. Can you give me a description of the high street? Yeah. So uh, imagine uh, Harry Potter, right? Right. We're like Diagon Alley. Yes. But it literally got shops everywhere, and you're going down the street, and I'm looking right, left and right. Okay. Okay. What do I want? What do I want? I stumble upon. Uh, a, similar to yours, a, a butcher shop. Oh, uh, wow. No, don't worry, I'm not going to be attacked by a knife and Batman's going to come down. Okay. Um, I walk into this butcher shop and my friend is is the butcher. Yes. And I kid you not, I had like, I walk in and then my body goes to like different camera angles like it's a film. So like different shots of this butcher shop happen for like establishing shots. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it's straight out of. Um, I literally had it in my head, and as soon as I got to say it, it's gone. What's that horror film? Uh, Christopher Lee, uh, Wicker Man. Thanks, Wicker Ed. Man. Thanks, Brain. Like all, all she has is jars, multiple jars laid out on the counters and on oh. shelves, just mm. full of different types of sausages, and that's it. Really? Yes, and she can't count all of them, so I end up helping her count all these sausages, and that's all. That's all it is. And I have a very vivid memory of what this looked like. I can recreate the butcher shop <laughs> and the area. Can you? There's, um, right, okay, so there's sausages in jars. Yes, like like, like mason jars kind of thing, like twist the lid yeah. off or like pop them off, like stuff. Um, and I've got no idea why I went in the butcher shop. No idea why she runs one. She That's literally the least likely place you would ever find her. Okay. Um, and, and again, it just ended after I, put, after I helped to count all the sausages. Right. For no reason. Okay, a lot of mine, well, a lot, a lot of mine, are like anticlimactic. There's no ending; it just stops. Would you, would you like another one where I'm, I'm stabbed? I can give you that one. You got another one for us? Yeah, another one where I'm, I threatened to be. This one's slightly weirder. Okay. Than Batman, if you can imagine. Okay. What we got? First thing is, I'm on a beach. Right? Okay. I'm on a beach on what looks like a tropical island. Nice. There's. Um, there's, you know, crystal clear green water, you know, very tropical uh, Atlantic water, uh, blue and Pacific, sorry, Pacific, you know, very yeah. idyllic, very idyllic scenery. The water's glistening. Um, there's like a forest to my right, I think. Like yeah. Very tall bam- bamboo trees. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I know exactly what you mean. I, I've, I've been there. <laughs> yeah, palm tree, palm trees. <laughs> it's about the same place. Palm trees. <laughs> It looked like the beach. Have you ever seen that internet video on YouTube? 
of that cassowary chasing that girl. Yeah. It's that beach. Right, okay. That's it. That's as close to the beach as I can say what it looks like, right? Okay, yeah. It is that beach. Because I've seen that video quite a few times. I know what that beach looks like. I love the fact that your head's gone. Oh, there's a meme about a beach. Oh, it's about that beach. I want it's to be that, that beach. beach. That is the beach, right? Somewhere in the background, the girl's being chased. Uh, no, the girl was not chased by the cassowary. Anyway, I'm on the beach. Okay. And in the distance, there's a there's a large mountain. Right. right. And it sort of stretches upwards. It's like a, it's like almost like a staircase mountain. It goes. It doesn't like reach a peak. It goes up all, all straight upwards. Yeah. And at the top of that mountain, there's a castle. Okay. There's a there's a castle, and it looks like it's it's sort of vaguely purple in brick. Okay. And it's built like like a Tetris block. It's not built like a like there's not a courtyard wall or anything. It's built like a straight block, right? Yeah. But a castle. Okay. Like there's like a portcullis and there's a there's like little the what the the you know, I'm doing the motion. Yeah. It's there's like the, the, the fence sort of wall at the top of the castle. There's that as well. I know that's got a name, but yeah, yeah. Um the sort of section wall at the top of the castle, that's there as well. And I I, I know in my mind I have to get to that castle, right? Right, okay. And then I'm walking and I look down and I've got lizard feet. Okay. And I'm a I'm a lizard man. Right. Right? I'm not like I'm not like a like a killer croc situation. <laughs> I'm like an amphibian man. Yeah. I'm like a lizard frog man, okay? Yeah. And I know I am. I okay. don't know I don't know how I've discovered this at all. I don't know I can't see myself. Yeah. But for some odd reason, I'm a lizard man. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This gets this gets worse. Right. Okay. So I'm going down this beach. There's this purple castle. I know I have to, I have to get to purple castle. Right? I have yes. to get up there. But then I think I need to go through the forest. I know I need to go through the forest. Okay. So this is where it takes a turn. Right. I go through the forest. I uh-huh. pass about two trees. Right. And suddenly I'm in Italy. <laughs> I'm in Rome. Okay. Right. There's a Colosseum in the background. Yeah. It's modern day. Okay. Right, okay. It's like that M. Night Shyamalan movie where they think they're in the army's village, but really they're, not <laughs> real, they're in the modern day. It's like that. Right, okay. I go through, which I've not actually seen for a while, I go through the, the trees and there's just modern day Italy. It's just there. There's, there's, there's buses, there's cars, there's, there's, the, there's like the Colosseum in the background, there's like the Leaning Tower of Pisa. It's, it's everything, every, you know, iconic yeah. it, Italy architecture is there. Iconic Italian architecture. Okay. So I'm walking around. I don't know if I'm still a lizard man or not. Maybe I'm not. Right. But then I see a poster on like a lamppost that has a picture of a, of a criminal, right? It's those Ooh. classic wanted posters, right? Okay. I'm laughing because of what comes next. The, the, <laughs> those wanted posters where it says wanted, dead or alive, $1 yeah. million dollars or whatever, that kind of thing. And it's a picture of a man. And again, I've Apparently, I must have seen him before, but <laughs> yeah. I can't recognise him. He's got a sort of a black beard, black hair, uh, kind of sort of built, I guess. Right. He's wearing, he's wearing in the picture. He's wearing orange prisoner fatigues. Okay. Okay. He looks there. He looks like a dangerous man. Right. He's got like a sort of a medium-sized beard, I guess. Sort of dark eyes. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's not tall. He's quite short. So I'm walking down the street, having remembered this man's face. All of a sudden. A bus, a bus pulls up next to me, right? A bus pulls up next to me. Yeah. <laughs> the doors open, and who? Guess who comes out? Guess who comes out the bus? 
Is it the man? It's the man. It is. It's, it's, it's the, the prisoner. He's still wearing the orange prisoner fatigues on this public bus, which is full of people, mind you. <laughs> okay. He's coming out. This guy whose face is plastered across the town is getting out of a public bus right next to me. Okay. Nice. And I see him and I'm like, that's the guy. That's the, that's the, <laughs> that's the prisoner. But I'm, I'm mad for some reason. I'm quite angry. Right. Like, that's the guy. That's the prisoner. He walks up to me. He has a screwdriver. He grabs me by the shoulder and he stabs me. <laughs> you can laugh. You can laugh. It's funny. He's got a sc- He just walks up to me and just right in the chest. Nice. And I'm like, shit, obviously. <laughs> yeah. And then, then we start wrestling. Okay. And I don't mean like pro wrestling. You mean like, um, like college wrestling? College wrestling. I don't mean like suplexes and DDTs. Yeah. I mean like we're on the ground and I'm trying to subdue this guy. And he's just stabbing with a screwdriver and he's trying to get away. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to get away and I'm trying to wrestle him, you know, grab him by the back or whatever. I'm trying to take him down. And and then there's like a there's like a police siren. And that's right, the last okay. thing I can remember. Yeah. And then that's it. I don't know. Wow. It was just disturbed. Who knows? That was a that I know that was a bit of an epic tale for you there, Corey. But... I mean a lot of yours seem way longer or, at least, or maybe you can just remember more I remember of... more I remember quite vivid. there's certain what I have like I have fleeting dreams like I'll see a few images like rapidly and that'll be it yeah but some of the longer ones I do remember it quite vividly yes yeah, so most of mine are vivid but a lot of the time it's just I remember certain parts of it yeah very well um, I don't know if I think I've only ever died once I have dream. ones that stick with me that's my issue yeah I have ones that stick with me I can remember almost to the T, and that's about it. I used to write them down on my phone. I, I do every now and then if I can remember. Yeah, I used to write them down. I might try and find someone who's talking about this. But uh, I mean, yeah, I think I've only ever been killed once. Right, uh, what In what circumstance? Um, I was a, de- a, de- a detective. I thought you were about to say I was a Decepticon. I was like, what yes. you a <laughs> Oh, my God. Um, no, I was, I was a detective. Classic, okay. like massive like coat like, massive trench coat hat mm-hmm. like detective um trilbies yeah almost like inspector gadget essentially yeah yeah um and i was walking down this like narrow path and on the left was a river so literally it's like a straight line there's a, a building on the right yeah river on the left so i have to walk in a straight line and like down the line there's like evidence you know how like on detective stuff they'll be like oh like a like a, a piece of evidence, like a knife on the floor, and it'd be like there'll be like a little card. This is one, like number one. Oh yeah. And then the next one's number two because then you give them numbers. So I'm walking mm-hmm. down the line, and I'm looking at each evidence. It's like okay, number one. Oh yeah, that's that's whatever. That's like a blood stain. Okay, cool. Walk past, go to the next one. Oh, number two. That's something else. And I'm walking down. No, I'm not. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out who's died, what, who killed, whatever. I get to number four, and as soon as I finish number four. I walk forward and I have this weird moment where my head goes, I know what's going to happen next. I know that if I keep walking, this like massive, almost Jason Voorhees meets Bane person. Then he's wearing Jason Voorhees outfit. He's got a hockey mask, but he's like ripped, like massive. Um, I'm like, I know he's going to pop out and just kill me, but I can't turn around. So I'm walking towards number five in my head going, I'm literally going to die in five seconds. I can't move for like a solid yeah. five, ten seconds, and then it happens and I die and I wake up. He gets the Bane, Bane, Bane Jason Voorhees gets you. 
it's almost like sleep paralysis, but I'm dreaming. It's like right. I know I know I'm gonna die, but I can't stop it. So you're you're stuck, but you're still going moving anyway. Mm. I had that. Right, I had that. It I'll sucks. tell you when I had that. <laughs> I had that yesterday morning. This oh nice. Nice and fresh. And no, I wasn't running from a Jason Voorhees bane. I was running from a naked old man. What? Yes. I think yours is worse. <laughs> yes, it was. I, I, I died nice and quick. <laughs> I didn't die. This was not okay. me dying. This was me in absolute terror and fear. Running from a, a naked old man who was coming after me. He was trying to chase me down. I was on the street in my old house. Mm-hmm. I wasn't... Um, I was in a, it was nighttime. It was a dark street. It was like residential, you know, right. Yeah. Houses, like semi detached houses, both the way down. I was down the street. It was dark. It was nighttime. Right? Okay. And at the end of the street, there's like, if you, if you keep going down the end of the street, go for quite a while, there's like a park and sort of see the gates. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm heading down and I'm walking down the street and in front of me, on the other side, on, on, on like, there's clear left and right sides of the pavement. On the left side of the pavement, yeah. me, is a man. Okay. And he's not naked at the moment, but he will be soon. <laughs> okay. Um, he does not... He he resembles someone who I think I recognise. <laughs> um, I think I, oh, I know who's the name of in real life. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm I don't have contact with anymore, obviously. I, I, I love the fact that your brain can't make your faces, which means any dream you have, you could end up seeing these people again. Yes. Um, so this man, who I yeah. do recognise, um, now that I think about it, yeah, is walking towards me very slowly, I'll admit. And I'm sort of trying to speed up because it's obviously dark and I'm, 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 I'm trying to get where I'm trying to go. Yeah, exactly. And I'm trying to go rather quickly. And he's, he's coming towards me and he starts picking up speed. I'm like, all right, we're going to pass each other, I'll be fine. Hmm. He starts picking up speed. And then he's wear again a lot of coats in my dream. Wearing <laughs> a big coat. Well, like a trench coat. Yes, I'll call it that. Like a proper one where you kind of go fwoff and you open a up. flasher's coat. Yes. <laughs> a, a flasher's coat. I'm walking down the street. I'm okay. And it doesn't happen until he's behind me. Okay. Of course it he doesn't. Doesn't, he doesn't do the classic flasher thing of going right in front of your eye line and going bam. Yeah. No, he does it when he's behind me. So I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking. We pass each other. I keep going. And then suddenly I can I can hear him emit this noise. And I can't describe to you what the noise was. Yeah. It was the noise of a man who wants to, who is naked and wants to chase you down. Okay. Imagine that noise. And it is that noise. It's not words. He didn't say any words. He didn't say a word. He just made it emitted a sound. Yeah. And I turn around. He is naked and horrid it is it's full of wrinkles it's awful okay and he is chasing me with with let's call it let's call it enraged lust right okay coming at me right and yeah. i cannot run <laughs> i can't run i want to run i want to run for my life obviously yeah. i want to run like there's no tomorrow but it's not like my feet are in quicksand it's like the moment i try and move i'm trying to i want to run as fast as i possibly could right? yeah I want to run as fast as I possibly can, but I can't. I'm I'm just kind of moving like slowly, sort of like trying to trying to take large steps, but I can't. And he's coming up, and he's coming up behind me. He never gets to me. He never reaches me. Okay. But the more the, the more I turn around, the more he's he's, he's bolting towards me, right? So okay. I'm trying to 
move my feet <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I want to just bolt. I want to yeah. run. I'm a fast runner. I want to run as fast as I possibly could away from this guy. But I'm just like, it's like I'm, it's like I'm stuck. It's yeah. Like I'm, stuck in, I'm sinking in quicksand. And he is just, he's bolted. He has, let's, it's, it was a very scary running technique. Right. It was all just arms and legs. It was right. just like, he was all just flopping everywhere. Every, literally, it was all just flopping everywhere, coming at me. And I was like, I was discombobulated. Yeah. I was, I was absolutely terrified. I mean, there you go, and that's it. That's quite the quite the night's sleep. <laughs> it's, it's great. <laughs> I swear, if like if if he's if he's alive still, you end up seeing him. <laughs> oh dear, I hope he's not. This poor man <laughs> must be. Just turn a corner, and you just see him, oh, and you just go, "Oh God!" <laughs> no, you don't wear a coat. I'll be I'll be done for. But no, there's there's also a lot of perpetual motion in my tree. There's always a lot of running, a lot of cars, a lot of like. Um, a lot of mine is me walking. Walking. It's like I walk and I either end up bumping into someone, or I just happen to be walking with people. Right. It's like a, a lot of it is just me like exploring places and like event, just like just walking around places. Most of them that I know, to be fair, it's like I've I've like gone gone around my secondary school in dreams plenty of times. Yeah, yeah. Um, I it's like I said, like different high streets and stuff and different mm-hmm. like just buildings and hotels and stuff i've just been a lot a lot of walking with friends yeah not not much excitement unless i'm killed essentially no 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 unless you're killed <laughs> or unless you're you know, in a fight like i am yeah, exactly yeah yeah i see that's how it goes yeah you don't, you don't have any, you don't have any more no the only other one i could think of was once i got swept away by the wind, <laughs> by the wind. genuinely i was on a pier with my family oh and right like, the, the massive gust of wind I started floating in the air and all I remember is me flying away and going eh alright just not caring well, you, weren't, now. you weren't terrified you weren't no. You weren't scared no I just accepted it wow that like, is, you, know what? you know what that's balls <laughs> so if, if ever in real life I get swept away I know that I'll be fine <laughs> you'll yeah. be swept away like Mary Poppins swept away by the wind yeah and you're going, uh, well, you know like, what? I'm okay with this I was like well I can't do anything about it I might as well just go with it it's flying <laughs> off <laughs> Very passive reaction to being physically lifted up by the wind. Yeah. Passive reaction. Though. It's almost like I expected to happen. I was like, I'm thin. I weigh nothing. I'm going to oh. fly away anyway. I used to, I had a friend who always right. had a recurring dream about being pushed off, pushed off of a, pushed off of a car park by Doctor Who. <laughs> it was David Tennant as well. Okay. He always told me every time it would happen. I would he'd come, uh, he'd come to me at school, he'd sit down next to me at lunchtime and said, Hey, I got pushed off the car park, but not two again tonight. I was like, Really? Did you? He's like, Yeah, yeah. I, I would that, love yeah. it if every single time a doctor were generated, it was a different one in his dreams. Pushed over. No. I, oh, it was it's Matt David Smith Tennant. now. It was a Matt. No, no, it was still the Matt Smith era, but it was still David Tennant who'd be pushing him off. I was like, Really? But yeah. And then those things from the school episode would be flying around him often sometimes. You remember those things? I know, exactly. Boils. Yeah. They'd be flying around him, and it was like that was a scary episode. It was, to be fair. That was almost Sarah Jane, in it wasn't it? I think. Yes. Canine, yeah, I remember. I that. believe so. I've not watched. That was the one in the school. That was the one in the school. And I tell you something. After the episode aired, everyone came back to their school, and the student, their teacher, their teachers were those monsters. You remember? True. To be fair, I mean, I I haven't watched Doctor Who in ages. Really? No, I've I've not been keeping up with 
No, um, I haven't. For, for Jodie Whittaker era. I think the last time I watched it was actually for the for the other show that we do, which is... Yeah. That was the last <laughs> time I watched it, so... I mean, I tried watching um, the, the, the uh, first season of uh, Jodie Whittaker, and I got about three or four episodes in, and I just stopped keeping up with it. Did you ever have that thing that thing at your school where like something had happened and there'd be like a media craze and your school the kids at your school would immediately catch on to it? Kind well, mm, not not to do with TV shows or films. A lot of it was the kind of normal generic stuff of like trading cards and go and go goes and stuff. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Do you did you ever like join a club in your school? Right. Uh, what any school? Any no, like I'm talking primary, secondary. I'm not talking. Uh, okay. In so in secondary, I was in chess club. In primary, I was in choir. Right. Did you ever join like a magazine or a newspaper? Club no. Your, I, I nearly joined the school newsletter for secondary school, but I didn't. Oh, I did. I joined the school newspaper, which was awfully ran. Right. right. And my great idea, okay, my great idea was to start this initiative where. <laughs> We'd, where we'd effectively, it was effectively blackmailing the staff. Right. But it was a phrase where we'd like spy on them. We'd, I'd like assign somebody to spy on a teacher and we'd try and find out the dirty secrets so we could like use it and, and public. I was actually, I was, I was creating like libel. I was nice. <laughs> I was creating slander for the yeah. newspaper. And that was my great scheme. It didn't go very far. It got shut down very quickly as soon as it was discovered. Yeah. But. That was my sort of grand plan. Like, so right. you were like, you, you're like the people who write like the OK magazines and the, oh, like, yeah. the, the really like bad, like the of, yeah, the really um, bad 50p magazines you get like newspapers. We were like, yeah. oh, this couple's broken up or something. Exactly. I think I think that was the, <laughs> I think that was our biggest scoop. I think we found out some teacher got divorced. And nice. we were like, wow, this is great news. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Jesus. Yeah, I think that was that was the highlight. That was a real highlight of the campaign, actually. That was the biggest. <laughs> that was the biggest highlight of the campaign. When we found out a teacher got divorced, and we and we and we knew about it, we're like, "Yeah, we're gonna put this in the magazine, <laughs> put this in the newspaper, and we'll get loads of we'll get loads of readings." Um, I think the person, the, the teacher involved, poor sod, actually found out actually found out about it, and mm. that's how the idea was shut down. <laughs> because I think I think I did it in relative secrecy. It's like right. Well, we don't want them to know about this. Yeah, so we're going to kind of recruit. I like what I used to do is I I went. I think I joined when I was fairly on the way out. Right. So I kind of recruited the younger years, <laughs> sort of the year sevens and that, to like go out and spy on the teachers for me and like bring back my information. I felt like Littlefinger from Game yeah. of Thrones. Yeah. I felt like the spy master. I had like a web of informants who would come to me every Wednesday afternoon and. Share their share their secrets that they found on teachers. Like, oh, yes, we've got them. Um, I mean, I was like Varys, the bold, the bold guy yeah. from Game of Thrones. That I was mean, the real highlight of the campaign, though. That was the real. That was the real highlight of the campaign. We never had anything like that. I mean, we had a newsletter. It, it was nothing like that. It was just boring stuff. Oh wow! I was well. That was me stuff. being inventive. We I had mean, loads of cool ideas. <sighs> Yeah, we had nothing. I mean, I was I was all right with the teachers. A lot of the teachers, I was quite quite decent with. Had a chat with them, that sort of stuff. Um, had well, cafeteria lunch with a couple of them. Oh, you you suck up! 
I mean, no, as in like me, we, we used to have an assistant head teacher. You try dro- hard. What are you no, doing? No, you no, no, just, eh, no, no, no. We had we had an assistant head teacher who joined when I was in year ten, and or vice head to whatever. Um, he joined. Obviously, he doesn't know anyone, and he's new, and he wants to make a, an impression with all, all the students, and he wants everyone to like him. Also, he sounds like Kermit. It's going to throw it in there. Course, okay, Mr. Kermit, let's call yeah. him. Um, and he would do like assemblies every week, and he was Mr. the one. Mr. Kermit would do assemblies. Yes, he was the one that was doing all the assemblies, and he did this thing where like he would go around at lunch and he'd just walk around like in the, in the in the fields and the play, and yeah. he would go in the cafeteria to get lunch. Mr. Kermit. Um, so a lot of the times, me and Is my mates. Bad? Is it bad that I'm imagining Kermit the Frog in like a swing tie, <laughs> like flopping around? <laughs> Well, we're wobbling around on his little frog legs, you know. I mean, it was like, there'd be plenty of times where we sat in the cafeteria and he would just come sit next to us and have a conversation because a lot of people found it a bit annoying, but we liked him. Oh, nice. So we just kind of became friends with the assistant head teacher. Wow, Great. You, you got him on side. Good yeah, so also, it, it's technically not even a sucker because being being friends with the assistant head teacher doesn't get you anything. Well, he's assistant head, so he does have some kind Yeah, but he, like, he can't grade me or anything, can he? No, he can't. That's his exactly. truth. You can't teach. You can, like, you can get you out of a scrape if you're in like a proper. Yeah, if if like, I'm in like a detention or something. Yeah, exactly. You can get rid of a detention or whatever. You can, you can, you know, get somebody in detention you don't like. You can do that kind of thing. But he can't like he can't actually grade you on it. No, he can't. He can give you a good comment on your year on your on your end of year report. True. To be fair. Do you remember those? They'd have the assistant, have the head or like the assistant head or someone say, give yeah. some really like nothing line because they have no idea who you are. I mean, he also, I think he also did some stuff for the yearbook, but. Oh yeah, I I've still got it somewhere. I've got mine. I've still got my yearbook. I know exactly where my yearbook is. Mine's in like the wardrobe next to me. <laughs> oh right, okay. Mine's in the bookshop behind me. So. I also got one in college. I got a college yearbook as well. Oh right, okay. But we had to make that ourselves. It's made out after of, like, a, after recording after recording this, we'll we'll, we'll read each other. Go through we'll the yearbooks. Yearbook. We'll get each other's yearbooks out and we'll have a look. I'm trying to think what mine set because obviously like you get the normal stuff. Oh, what's your name? What did you like about it? What's your aspirations? I don't know what I said about like what well, we my had, goals were. We had like we had like a quote favorite moment kind of thing. Oh no, teacher. we had that in college. That was our college one. Oh no, we, we had, had that. that for second. We had like we went full out for second. Thing. Uh we also had like our year seven fur and our year eleven fur. I never got a college side. yearbook. What was that crap? Uh we had to make it ourselves and then they printed it for us. Oh, I never got a college yearbook. Um I'm wasted. My at the end, at the end of our college, college, at the end of our college, we put on like a show to um display all our work, and we had to you direct the show. Show. and yeah, we had to like literally direct the show. I was directing it with my, with my friend Josh. We had to direct the show and um get all the all the films from all the years doing media, put all together. Do, uh, we, I was hosting it with Josh as well, and like we had to make a yearbook, and we had to do everything, and then it all got printed off. So like all the end of year stuff was made by us. Oh wow! <laughs> For us. Um, but yeah, you got a college yearbook, and that's that's essentially what's your name, favorite quote from a film, uh, and your favorite memory or something, and nice. that was literally it. Um, well, my my college end of year was rather is rather uh, anticlimactic, like your dreams, Corey. Yes, um, it just kind of stopped. And okay. That was it. This one day, one day, I didn't. I mean, I didn't even think I went to the last week because I had nothing on. Fairs. And obviously, college with that kind of thing. Wait, wait. If you don't have to be there, you're not there. You're not there. Yeah, exactly. It was another thing where you don't have to be there. You're not there. And obviously, it's not like school where you have like a free period. So like, oh, I can't go home. I'll just yeah. sit in the library or whatever. I'll yeah. just sit outside, kind of thing. I'll just sit on a computer, whatever. 
Yeah. It was college was that kind of thing where if you have the rest of the day off, you're going to go home. You go home, yeah. You're going to come in late because you've not got anything in the morning. Yes. That kind of thing. So I don't even think I spent the last the last week in college. I had nothing on. It I mean, after exams and then nothing else on. I'm like, well, I'm not just coming back. And that's it. Yeah. I mean, like, all, all of ours was coursework. We'd handed in everything. Yeah. And then literally, it was like you have one day. Obviously, you got to come in to plan it out. But like, you had one one last day where all your work gets shown. All the parents turn up. Yeah. Host in front of parents, and then that's your final day, and you can we do whatever that, you we want. Had that, but it was like a mid-year. It was like a thing before our assessment. Oh no, I was at the end. We had, we had, we had planned everything. Out. Wait, no, I think it might have been a couple of days after. Yeah. I think a couple of days after, because I did a media course, and we yeah. had to make we had to make like a half an hour, not like half an hour, but like a longer than ten minute short film, right? Yep. Everybody did ten. Everyone did ten minutes. Or yeah. Minutes. We did half an hour. Okay. Me and my partner, we did half an hour short film. Right. Yeah, um, I'll tell you about it in a bit because I think that might be a fun story. But uh, okay, if you have anything else of yours, did you ever make any sort of? Well, yes. Yeah, so I I did media, and our last was it? A, it was A level or B? Yes, A level. Um, and then like so, our our last project for final year was make whatever you want. So either like an advertisement, a music video, a film, whatever you got free reign. Most people made a film roughly five, ten minutes ish. Um, and then, but so the whole end of your show was like, was full on two to three hours. Everyone's film gets played. Mm-hmm. You get awards. Um, so everyone gets, people get awards. Uh, all the year one's films have to get shown, and all the level two's films have to get shown as well. Yeah. Um, level two did adverts. So they were on ad break essentially we played nice. them like right you can go outside have a smoke for 20 minutes or whatever and you can come back in they were ad break level one were like a um like a show reel so it kind of got every like 20 second clips of all the stuff got shown yeah. so like everyone made a film and we put on this like massive two-hour show where like everyone's behind the scenes working cameras there's people doing audio and we're all mic'd up it was massive yeah. and hectic we had a cold open and everything wow um i, I had to wear a suit for it because i ended up yeah posting i, I it. Did like that in drama i'll tell you about that yeah but it was it was good fun. I enjoyed it. Got a behind the scenes as well. We got everything. We got a guy just just the film was doing our stuff. Oh wow! It was it was yeah it was massive. Well, that's, for that's us. great. Um, <laughs> but what we did we did have something similar in A level drama. Yeah. Um, we were split into two groups, and well, no, no. Well, we we were in two groups anyway. There was like class A and class B for A level drama, right? And okay. We never met each other. Not until right. the last few weeks. Not until after we put we'd sort of done everything in. And yeah. We're like, right, now we're gonna have this big show, all the parents are gonna come in and whatever. And I was with probably my my best mate, uh, my best mate Frank, I was with. And yeah. um me and Frank had stuck to each other pretty much from the off. Makes and sense. Like, right, we're gonna do something together. And we we initially had this plan to like do this sort of tap dancing routine. <laughs> Because the plan was, it was like vaudeville. We were going to have loads of different acts where people are going to do dancing, people are going to do singing, people are going to do comedy sketches. Sure. We wanted to do a comedy sketch, but while we were doing a comedy sketch, we'd also be dancing. Okay. Because we wanted to combine it, and we both can't sing. So we thought, right, we're going to do comedy and dance, okay? Some um, reason, I'm imagining Stavros Valley. Eh, not really. <laughs> That's what it I've got like in my we were, head. We were tap dancing, but we were also kind of doing like a Monty Python thing. And the joke right, okay. was we were tap dancing while we were doing it. Okay. Anyway, we, we got halfway through to like, it was like halfway to production, right? Yeah. And one of the teachers came up to us and said, right, we need somebody to host the show. 
Yeah. And we were gonna bring one of the, we're gonna bring one of the one of the people who's, who's left it come back and do it, but they've well they don't want to do it anymore. Do you yeah, okay. want to do it? And I was like, okay, sure. What does that mean? He says, oh well, we're still gonna. You can still do. You can still do your thing. Yeah. You, are, you can't have to come on after every act and sort of do a little segment. And we'll, you know what? No, yeah. We're just gonna throw out what we're doing. We'll do that. Yeah. We'll do hosting instead, right? Um. I don't know whether this was this part. I don't think this was graded. I think I think we'd already done something that was graded beforehand, and this was kind of connected thing where we do it again. Yeah. It was in front of the parents. Yeah, our, our show wasn't graded. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we were doing the hosting. We, we were hosting now. Like, right, yeah. Okay, we, we want to do. We want to do this. We want to have a good job now. Okay. And I was much more excited about this than like tap dancing and doing a sketch or whatever. <laughs> so what we did was we, we looked. We watched everybody in rehearsal. Okay. And we saw what everyone else was doing. But we made jokes based on what they were doing. Okay. So, right, an example. Yeah. Um, a couple of girls were doing um, a dance routine where they were husband and wife. She was in a dress and she was in a suit, and they come out. She they, they come out carrying each other. Yeah. Right, like the bridal carry, right? Okay. So I thought, right, a funny thing we can do is, Frank, I can carry you like yeah. that afterward on afterwards, and we were like, oh, they stole our joke. You know? <laughs> they stole our gag. Kind yeah. Of thing. Um, and that went down great. We did that as well. Um, there was another one where there were two lads, who were, like, like the funniest lads in the group, were like dressed as women, and they were and they were doing like a glass sort of thing, like you know when you know and you like run a spoon across a glass, across glass. Yes. Like the guys who did the flight of the bumblebee with that. Yes, <laughs> that's what I was trying to think of. Yeah, exactly. They did, they were doing that, but they were also dressed as women because I guess that's funny. They were sure. doing um, they were doing the glass thing. Okay. Yeah. And. They were doing it, and it went. It went down a storm. Okay, and yeah. The last time they were doing it, all right. They're doing the last one. They're running across, and the glass, and the last glass shattered. <laughs> so it's like, nice. He hit it, and it went, and then they didn't know what to do. Okay. So we're like, but that was supposed to be the end. That was supposed to be the ding, the end, and it broke. Yeah. Right. That wasn't the plan. So I'm like, right. So before we go on, Frank, Frank, we're we're standing in the wings. Yeah. And Frank leans over to me and says, "Go out there, Marie, and say, absolutely smashing performance." <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'll take that. So I'm glad you gave that joke to me. So anyway, I'm glad, I'm glad that was the joke of the night as well. I'm glad he gave that joke to me. Anyway, we walk out. He is now sort of very gingerly. The guys that are doing it, and I was sort of yeah. very gingerly sweeping up the glass with a broom. Um, that like the head, that like the head of drama gets to them or whatever. Yeah. They're sweeping it up quite gingerly, quite, uh, you know, embarrassed. And I come on and just say, you know what? Absolutely smashing. And the house just went, the house went crazy. And I was like, I've got it. I've got, a, I've got that one in the bag. Uh, that was the line of the night. And um, it was mine. And I was incredibly pleased with it. Uh, and he came to, the guy that did it afterwards, the guy that broke the glass came to me afterwards and said, you saved that one, Marie. I was, <laughs> I was in a tight spot there and you saved that one for me. It's like, oh, no worries. It's fine. Um, yeah, that was my best. That was my sort of hosting experience. Um, it was very fun. Um, it was very, it was very varied as well. I had a lot of sort of ups and downs with it, but it was in, it was enjoyable. Yes, it was very enjoyable. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it is surprisingly fun. I'm, I'm a very like introverted person sometimes. Oh, were, you, were you the straight man in the comedy duo? Well, not right. So actually, to be fair, the guy I was doing it with was more introverted than I am. Oh right, okay. So you weren't the straight man in the comedy well, duo. We weren't supposed to host. Like, okay. like, like you, like yourself. Yeah, we weren't either. Um, we were supposed to just direct it, and we was like, right, we'll get someone else to host it because we didn't want to seem like we're directing it and we made ourselves a host. And then, yeah, 
Josh and again B, funny enough, um, was supposed to host it. B pulls out because she's doing the yearbook and she's got too much. So I end up hosting it. And we're going through, and I'm like, I'm kind of nervous beforehand, like weeks before, but I'm like, well, I don't want Josh doing it on his own and no one else wants to do it. So I do it with him. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. we're filming this cold open. It's supposed to be like a TV show. So we pre-recorded this bit where like we have a theater stage. So he's on the right hand side. I'm on the left hand side for the audience perspective. So we're like, right, we'll get this like uh, projector to project the thing behind us. And there's two, two cameras where we pre-recorded where one's recording me walking to the left. One's recording him walking to the right. And we're being told by a director what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Like you need to do this, this, and this, and that's that's. And then when it finishes, we'd walk on as we walk on in the pre-record because like a TV show open, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but our problem was we planned out the whole show and we didn't have a script. And on the day of, we didn't have a script, so we were pre-planning oh. it. And we're like, right, okay, we know what's coming up. Like, right, yes, yeah, level two is first, when it's year one. But we we didn't know what to say so, until so literally we walked on, we started the show. Uh, we walk off, immediately go outside, plan up the next bit, go back in, say that, leave, go back outside, nice. rinse and repeat for like two hours. <laughs> uh, and, that, and that was it. Um, <laughs> but it was surprisingly, surprisingly fun. I wasn't, I was, so we did it by, Josh would say something and I would kind of bounce back off of him. Oh, so nice. I would, so sometimes he'll be like, He'll be oh, uh, when he's mentioning everything like the toilets or the fire escapes, he'll kind of forget where they are, and I'd have yeah. to kind of correct him. Or like, so he'd be more of the, the dumb one, and I'd kind of had to oh. correct him and go, no, no, it's not that, it's something else. Oh, um, right. And everyone seemed to enjoy that, but it was it was fun. It's fun being a host. We had we had cards. We 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 right. we'd, we'd watched everybody in rehearsal. Yeah. So we knew who was we knew the order. Yeah. We had, we had to press them for it as well because they wouldn't give us the running order. Right. So we were like. We we're the host. We need to know the running order. Yeah. Because if it's because it wasn't it wasn't ran in the running order in rehearsal. We just have to take notes on who was on it on who was See, on what they were doing. We we had a running order because mm-hmm. we had to make um, leaflets. In fact, you, you can't really see it. But up on that bookshelf behind me, obviously, if you're an audio, you can't see us. Uh, but for Murray, up on that bookshelf behind me was like I've got literally the booklet with me. That's oh, like yeah. it tells you like oh, uh, at half one, this is on. Been at half whatever or two o'clock. This oh, is it. Literally has the order on it. We had yeah. we had like seven till nine hours. Right? And it's it's got like everyone's pictures in it of who and whose film they made and all the names yeah. of it and the stuff is yeah. So we knew it anyway. Well, we did. They wouldn't give it us until like a couple <laughs> days before. We're like right. Well, we had we had jokes prepared for every act already. We've yeah. done that. We watched them at rehearsal and then we're like we need the running order so we know what person to write this down. Yeah. And finally, they gave us it. I'm like, like, okay, thank goodness. Um, so we spent that couple of lunch times and evenings basically just get, getting writing cards out. Like, right, okay, Act One is uh, the two people doing uh, the comedy sketch. So we need to write yeah. a joke about that. Okay, da, da, da. number two is da, 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 da. and we had our own sort of jokes. We had our own sort of segment jokes to do, and it was at points five and like ten because there were like twelve acts. Yeah. So like, we have the midpoint. We have sort of the end point as well. Do our own kind of comedy thing. So points five and ten are our slots. And everyone else we have jokes for, we have jokes for ready to yeah. prepare. Um, there wasn't many gaffes. I was, I was obviously, I was the more sort of, um, I was sort of half straight man, half crazy man. Okay. Because obviously um, Frank was quite a character as well. Yeah. Um, we were basically sort of the same person. And I uh, think he was much better looking than I am. 
Um, I he was more like um, sort of out there, off the walls, kind of energetic, yeah, sort of, uh, bouncy person. And I was more like, I'm I'm more civil, but yeah. I can also give the funny line as well, kind of thing. That was more, that was our dynamic. Um, it wasn't just like he's all kooky, funny, and I'm like, you know, and I'm here too, kind of. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't like that, but I didn't play it as seriously as I could have. Um, but I feel like I was more like I was more the more polite. Sort of refined one. I was like, well, yes, very interesting, but also let me give you this funny line kind of thing. And he was the more way. This is the next stop. We're gonna go with some dancers. Kind of that's that's what he did. Yeah, I mean, like a lot, a lot of our stuff was. I mean, to be fair, the the, the pop of the night um, for us, it, it 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 was from me, but it wasn't a joke necessarily. So at the start of college, um, I would go around in a fez. Right. Of course you would. Yes. Were you Tom, were you Tom Baker? Uh, I, was, I was more of Matt Smith, but yes. Oh, right. Or I can't remember his name. What's the, what's the magician called? Um, That's Tom something. I thought you were Tommy Cooper. Yes. He's not. An, he's a comedian. He's not a magician. He does magic as well. Uh, I thought he's a, he a comedian. I think he's both. <laughs> right, okay. Tommy Cooper then. Go on. Yes. Um. So I used to wear a fez everywhere. Like, every day I'd have it with me and I'd wear it. It was my thing. Um, right. So people knew who I was. Yeah, and... you need that in college. So you need to think, yes. I was floral shirts. Yeah, because also, when you meet people, no one knows anyone. So they're going to come up to me and, and ask about the fez. So the guy, perfect exactly. Sense. I, was, I wore bright floral <laughs> shirts. That was exactly. Thing. I had my picture, my like little picture on my card was in a bright floral yeah. shirt. Every day I'd wear bright floral shirts. It was yeah. Thing. So like, um, I stopped wearing it second year. Just because I, I was like, I can't bother to take it with me. It doesn't fit in my bag. everyone knows you by now because of the Everyone, fez. You exactly. don't need it anymore. everyone knows me. If I put it in my bag, it gets squished. So I'm like, right, I don't want to carry a fez bag. So I'll leave it. And then, like, the show's coming around, and, and the tutors are like, oh, you're going to wear the fez. I was like, it's fine. I got it. It's fine. Um, it so in the cold open, I wear it. I've got it on my head, and the director knocks it off. It hits it off my head. Yeah. And then, like, right at the end of the show, I run off stage uh, and come out wearing it, and everyone in the crowd just. <laughs> Last, I was laughing for the fez. Nice. <laughs> like, I didn't expect this to be over. Why is this That's over? That's the part. You got it I was over. Like, I, was like, I, over. I was like, I'm doing this gag because I know that no parents are going to know that I wore a fez. Only the, only the students and the tutors. But everyone liked us. I was like, all right, fair enough. Nice. You got a pop for the fez. Good for you. I mean, it was... That's yeah. a you. That's a very you story. I, I mean, it's... it's fez work. I've still got the fez. But I don't yeah, wear it as much it back, anymore. bring it back, man. Bring it back. <laughs> If you have a college reunion, I might try to bring it as well. Yeah, yeah. I'd never go to them. They make me feel old. I would go to it just because I want to. I want to know what everyone else is up to, but I don't keep in contact with everyone, so I I, no. I won't know by like social media and stuff. I only have like realistically, how many people from your college do you still talk to? Um, today, right? Number lower than ten. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like two. Uh, right. There's two, two from yeah, college, but there's one person who I know while I was at college, but we didn't go to my college. Oh. So like three, and that's I've it. I've got three. Te- I think three technically. Yeah. I've got two people who I went to with. Yeah. That I know, and one person that did go to college at the same time as me, but I already knew them beforehand. Right. Okay. I think I've got the same criteria. I mean, there's. I've got people who like I will speak to occasionally, but if we're talking like close friends, then yeah, about two or three. Yeah. Exactly. And that's yeah, it. That makes sense. Um. Again, it was similar to a drama. We were split into two classes until final year. So, like, yeah. half the people I didn't even know anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'd formed our group um, from first year of, like, four or five of us. Oh, wait. Oh, no. I, I, 
if we're talking college groups, I never yeah. really conformed to be very honest with you. Oh, we had wait, I was very wish I was very sort of moving around. I was that sort of person who was with sort of multiple groups. I was like with kind of like the film group. I was with the like the sort of punk group. I was with the preppy popular group. I I had people in every group. So that was my issue. Right. I okay, had, that makes I sense. Had, I had it. I had people in every group. So I'd be like, right, I know this person in this group. I'll go over and speak to them. And then I'll move on to this person in this group. I'll go speak to them. Yeah. I knew people in multiple groups. So it would allow me to sort of drift slightly. I mean, we had the first group, um, which was just like uh, the person I met straight away. Because also, they, they made us play Human Bingo, right? On our first day of college, they made us play Human Bingo. Yeah, everyone loves Human Bingo. Exactly. So you can get to know people. Now, I did level two for a year before this so i did three years of college um so on my level two so they, they, the teachers knew who i was because i was there for a year um so like obviously they put down questions one of them was like whose favorite color like find someone whose favorite color is blue and they knew that someone had blue hair so put it on there because people would go to them and go oh is your favorite color blue cool no um i don't think it was to be fair no, <laughs> um I was, they knew, I, I didn't wear the fairs in first year, but they knew I was a Doctor Who fan, so they put that down. I kid you not, first day, uh, I rock up, not only with a fairs, but I rock up with this, like, 80-pound metal Matt Smith screwdriver. Nice. That also works in the TV. You can, it's a remote control for a TV. remote control TV? Yes. Nice. Um, and I rock up with that and one of my friends goes oh I'm looking for one of the people goes oh I'm looking for someone who likes Doctor Who immediately I come over and just whip it out I'm like yep I've got a screwdriver I've got it's a me. I'm like you're a doctor <laughs> arriving in situation I have, exactly. I have right here. so I met her that's how I met B. and then after that we kind of just like stuck with three or four people and then that was it that, that was the group we knew other people but like there was us which were like the nerds and the more like and then there was, there was the other group, which is more like the, um, not not jocks, but the sporty kind of... Sporty people. Yeah, that's that sort of thing. Like, they were right. into sports and that sort would of it, stuff. Would it surprise you that one of the people that I speak to regularly yeah. is someone who I met alone in a dark space, um, <laughs> much like the way we met? To be fair, that would surprise me, because I, thought, a, that, okay. much I like thought... Okay, much I like thought... I thought... That would only happen once. <laughs> no. Well, no, technically, in different circumstances. Right? Okay. I spent a lot of time, especially during my early time in college, completely by myself. And right. I, I thought, right, I think I need to find someone who's also by themselves. Okay. And this is sort okay. of a weird. This is sort of a weird tale. I'll give. I'll give you their name. No one's going to know who they are. Um, you've got someone called B. It doesn't really exactly. Matter. <laughs> um. And, and anyway. Uh, on the first on the first day, I knew I met them. I didn't meet them, but I saw them on the first day because they wouldn't put us in tutor groups. They put us in like these sort of tutor holding groups, right? Like okay. groups that might become our tutor groups, but wouldn't, but but aren't. Yeah. They kept to these sort of tutor holding groups, and across the room from me, there was someone who was like wore half. I think it's from an. They told me it was from an anime. Right. It was someone who wore, wore half black and half white. Everything. Like, the, like their hair, it was a girl. Their yeah. hair was divided half black, half white. And yeah. half black, it's like they were two-faced. They had half black, half white. Yeah, uh, I kind of they, kind of know what they're on about. They had half black, half white jeans. I was like, how yeah. do you even do that? Their shoes were half black. I was like, that's amazing. I really wanted to talk to them because yeah. I love people like that. I love people who have really distinct visuals. Yes. People who have 
really just if you know if no like if you know my taste in wrestling if you know my taste in anything you'll know i love people who have really distinct visuals about them yeah look really like really visually um aesthetically um interesting yeah so and i love that in people as well so i look at this person i was like i want to get to know you somehow yeah we're quite shy i was like i want to get to know you somehow how do i do that Mm -hmm. and Unfortunately, I wasn't. St- I wasn't like near. I wasn't sat near them. I couldn't just go over there. I was like, oh, I really want to, but I can't. So this is going to sound creepy. It's not creepy. Because but... like you left a note or something. No, I didn't leave a note. But okay. I kind of like sort of every time I'd see them in the hallway, I'd sort of like, oh, I sort of know who you are, but I don't want to speak to you. Or yeah. Kind of with... I got a bit nervous. So, but there was one day where I was just walking by myself, and I got to at the end of the college that I was in, the building at the at the, at the end of the stair at the end of the building there were staircases that went all the way up and all the way down yes right mm-hmm. stairwells went all the way up and all the way down and i went and i was on the top floor and i went into the stairwell and they were just sat there yeah and i was honestly at the time i was feeling quite angry about something i think i was annoyed about something or whatever like something had happened that day and yeah it pissed me off so i was like i was quite dejected so i kind of walked i kind of just i kind of burst in and i was like oh. I felt really mad about something. Yeah. And I was like pushing my head against the wall. And and they spoke to me. They were like, are you all right? And I was like, I'm not all right. <laughs> I'm not okay at all. Um, and we kind of talked about it. And then I kind of went on. And then the next day, about that same time, I think it was like right about the end of like, last break or last period or whatever. Um, we both had three. I didn't realize. Yeah. Um, I went in to that same stairwell again. And there they were again. I was like, oh. Are you are you always here? And they were like they were like no. I just like I just like to be here and sit and draw and do whatever. And they were like an art person. Yeah. And I was like oh that's that's cool. Um, so then I spent time kind of speaking with them, and I'd off, they'd often be there in the mornings and in the evenings. So I so I joined them there as well, and we kind of had this sort of weird sort of pseudo friendship where we didn't really talk personally to each other. Okay. But we talked like we understood stuff about each other. Yeah. And, you know, it felt very main character for me, kind of, in a way. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where you, like, have this very unique thing with someone, and you're like, this couldn't have happened in any other circumstance. Like, what we have. <laughs> yeah, which is also in the dark. Yeah, Yeah, equally strange. But I, w- I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say, you know, in the dark alone. But I'd say it was just equally strange. Yeah. It couldn't have happened in any other scenario. Like, it would never have happened. If I didn't, if I waited outside those doors, yeah, we never would have spoken. I mean, the thing I is, don't think. <laughs> I always look back and go, I wonder what would happen if someone else just walked in. You think well, you'd be you'd be having a podcast with them? I don't, maybe it's possible. Yeah, that or they would just like be very weirded out, and it become like this random rumor that I just sit in the dark all the time. <laughs> yeah, you're lucky it was me who's yeah. equally weird enough to accept you doing that. Yeah, but it, it also could have been the opposite. I could have, I could have been like ten minutes later, and you could have walked in, going, "Oh, where's the light?" Because you walked in trying to find the light switch. You could have yeah. walked in, and I could have walked in on you instead. You could have. There's there's many alternate universes where that may have happened. But well, exactly, there's many scenarios that might be playing out if you believe in alternate universes where different things. Which I do, which I do. But that might be another topic of discussion. I think it's an, another another loop to go down. Another rabbit yeah, hole. that might be another topic of discussion. <laughs> but the way that the way that we sort of met, I think that was. I don't think it could have happened any other way. No, because I kept turning up before, like yes, yeah. I kept turning up early because I was I'm studious and yes. You were always, always there. 
Yeah. So, but we never, we'd never speak. No. We just kind of, just kind of stand. I'd just be on my phone. You'd just be standing there. Yeah. I remember you looked quite physically intimidating at the time. Um, I mean, you're very tall. I'm, I'm tall. Yeah. You, you have a sort of a scary face. Well, back um, then I was, I was, I was, I passed, I passed back then I was six foot two. I still am. Yeah, um, you are. I had longer hair back then as well. You did. You did. You looked very, you look like you could be very, you know, dangerous if you want to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I'll take that. That's the good impression. Yeah, it's a compliment. Take it. But, um, I was like, right, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't know if I want to speak to this person. Yeah. You know? Um, so I kind of like sort of hung, I sort of hung around anyway and kind of went to, we never spoke to each other very much, but then there was the fateful day yeah. um, in the morning where we both have the same time and I, I, there's no one outside the hall. So I'm there's like, not. I guess I'm going to go in because I thought, I, I thought I was late. I was like, oh God, I'm late. People might be in there already. Oh no. So I sort of go in through the doors and it's sort of looking all shifty. You go up to where the doors are and I sort of push the door open and it's pitch black. Yeah. So I go, okay, well, I start talking to myself because I do when it's when <laughs> I get scared. Um, when I, when I, well, especially when it's dark, I, I've got to speak to myself. Yeah. I go, right, it's really dark in here. Uh, I need to try and find the lights. I'm sort of shifting my hand along the wall to, to, to try and find the switch. I'm like, where's the... Where's the light switch? Where's the light? And then from the darkness, there's this voice that says, "I was already, I'm already, I've, I've looked for it. I can't find it, or whatever you said." Something like that. Yeah, I thought it was like, "I've tried to look for it already." That yeah, was, that was the line. And I just, had, I thought I honestly had a cardiac arrest. <laughs> I, I legitimately thought I was going to have a heart attack at that point because this voice from the darkness spoke to me, and I just, I think I just fell on the floor. I mean, because I was that. I was that I was terrified. I was that scared. I mean, yeah, I because like, like I mean, I'm I'm a very very. Uh, in my chest. I'm a very. I like being early. I'm. I mean, like I mean early, like. Yeah. So I, that time slot was, either nine o'clock or it was ten nine o'clock. Nine in the morning. I can tell yes. you, it was nine in the morning. Um. So I would get there like eight, and I'd know for a fact I can walk straight in because no one's in here at eight o'clock because it's not open. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I can go in, sit down. Um, so I got early, walked in, sat down, and I, I couldn't find the light switch because it's a motion light switch, not a light switch. And so you have no, to walk I past. I thought this... there was a physical switch. Yes. To... Um, but you have to like cover the entire sensor. It's meant for groups of people. So if loads of people pass it, it will turn on. Yeah. So I was like looking at the um, desk with a lecture stand for a light switch here. I could see myself on a camera. I thought, you know what? Bugger it. I'll, I'll just sit down and wait. For yeah. some reason, my head didn't go, wait outside. My head went, I'll sit down, let someone else figure it out while In I'm just here. Yeah. Um, and it was dark. It was pitch It was black. dark. Yeah, exactly. I had was, my torch out and everything trying to it find it. It was as dark thing. as there possibly could be. I don't know why I didn't see that. But... I mean. And then in comes Plucky Me, just yes. hoping not to be late, going, where's the light switch? And then, <laughs> and then end up having you giving me a heart attack on the floor. See, normally in them situations, what I was would. Your imp- what was your sorry to cut you off? What was your impression of me? Yeah. At time? So, right. So, <laughs> I again similar thing of I knew who you were. This should be good. Um, because again, I would get normally what would happen is I'd get there early and it'd be like, let's say it's like a ten a ten o'clock lecture. Or eleven o'clock. I'd wait outside because you can hear people are in the are in the doors. Yeah. So you don't want to go in. So I'd ha- I have to wait outside. 
I would ne- but there'll be times where like sometimes I wait outside and I couldn't hear anything, but I won't go check because I don't want to walk in on a lecture. So I I knew who you were because I would be outside. Now normally I'd be waiting for these other people that I would sit with. And so I knew of you. We weren't really in anything together class wise. Mostly lecture wise. Yeah, exactly. Um so I kind of, you know, I'd I'd look around, I'd kind of sometimes you sometimes you see people and they kind of okay they seem all right or they seem cool or you see yeah okay you kind of you kind of want to, i want to know who one is by appearance yeah. like i want to, i want to know people okay that's that person that's that's that person who always wears a hat that's whatever who wears this outfit cool yeah um so when i when i walked in i didn't know it was you by voice yeah. normally in that you situation speak before exactly normally in that situation i would be dead quiet to the point where I think I sat down and either when you walked in or just before, I was like, I need to think of a reason why I'm here. So I thought, okay. In case I accuse you. Yeah. So I thought, okay, I'll I'll sneakily walk to the top of the stairs and pretend that I've come from the door of the top of the stairs. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> I didn't know you had that thought track. Yeah. Because I was like, well, why am I sat here? I was like, why am I sat here? I don't know. Why am I sat here? <laughs> um. So not or normally I try to be quiet and just not say anything in those situations. Uh-huh. For some reason, as soon as you walked in with a torch and you couldn't find it, for some reason my head just spoke. Like it just yeah. like, without thinking, just spoke. And then as soon as you fell to the floor, I I just thought it was I thought it was hilarious. I just couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was it. Was like because also I was like, there's someone else in here who can't find a light switch. Now there's two of us. I'm not on my own now. There's two of us who are there's also two. now just in the dark. So we're fine. You were saying yes. as soon as I came in, you were like, oh, we're fine now. Because yeah. there's someone else. There's two it's people like, sat in the dark. Like you thought you committed a crime. You're like, yeah. oh, I have to go up there and act like I had no idea. <laughs> it's one of the things where like I walked in and just sat down instinctively for okay, I'll sit with no lights on. And as soon as someone walks in, my head goes. Why am I in here? <laughs> Why you had that sort of self-referential thought yeah. where you go, hold on, what, why am I doing this? Never occurred to me that someone else is going to walk in, pitch black, and I'm just sat here. Can't see anything. Okay, I might terrify them. <laughs> well, yes. And obviously but, but, you did. Yeah, but I find that hilarious if I did. You did find that hilarious. I, I didn't find that hilarious at the time. To be fair, but... we to be fair, we didn't speak much afterwards. We were kind of just see each other outside. And you would make a joke about, oh, oh, do you want to go in and sit in the dark again? That would be it. I, w- I did make that joke very often. And then, and then we'd literally, every, like, every single time we'd see each other. And then I'd go in and sit two rows behind you. We wouldn't speak again for like the next no. day. And then and then I think, do you think it was that? Or do you think it was the the uh, Mexican wrestlers in the Cape Riviera? It, it was it was the Mexican wrestlers. Um, because that's... Did we get paired? Or did we just pick? No, we were in a group. No, I know that, but did we pick the groups? Or was no, it because we, we were stood near each we other? Got, we were stood near each other at the time. Right. And we got put in a group. And To be fair, I think for that, I do remember specifically going, right, I need to stand near someone that I at least know. Because yeah, I don't, want, I don't want sort of... Yeah, because well, I don't want to be in a group of people that I've never met before. Yeah. And um, then we were kind of... They were setting up camera equipment because obviously yes. we took a film production course. We did. And... Um, that they were setting up camera equipment and they needed two people in front of the camera to, come, yes. to act, per se, act. And we were like, oh, we can act. Yeah, we can. So we got in front of the camera 
uh, for the cameras. They weren't even rolling, I don't think. No, they weren't. We were just, just for lighting and shooting purposes to test it. Because we were doing a cinematography course. Yeah. And we start talking to each other. We, we start, I think, like, right, we have to role play. Yeah. I said, we can't just speak to each other. Obviously, me being a drama kid. Yeah. I said, we can't just speak to each other. We have to, we have to role play this. This has to seem like it's a real scene that's happening. Yeah. So then we go, right. First off, we start off talking about this. I say, right, we're in a cocktail party at the French Riviera. Let's yes. go. <laughs> so then we start calling each other fake names. Yeah, we do. I don't know how we. I don't know how we got onto the Mexican wrestlers block. I think you uh, came up with. I think I was a Russian spy. You were a Russian spy. Yeah. And then I was an American spy. And then suddenly we turned into luchadors. Yes. Who were two? Who was have a bit of a feud? We have a bit of rivalry. And do you remember your luchador name? It was. It was. Uh, uh, what was it like? El, oh, I, I do. It's El El Matas, not Matador. Right? It's El something. El Conquistador. Are you El Conquistador? That's it. I was El Dragono. Yeah. And I had the flame powers. And you had like wind power or whatever. I, I knew it was some random. I, I had the first Mexican word that came on my head. I was like, what? It's, it's Conquistador. El Conquistador. I thought, like, I want to be a, I said, I want to be a dragon. I'm El Dragono. And I'm <laughs> Master of Fire or whatever. And that was our. That was our um, we, we we had so many layers to that. We, we were, did. There's uh, loads of layers to that. <laughs> we were loads of layers to that. We were we were everybody, and it was, and then the teacher just walked by and heard a, sni- a snippet <laughs> of our dialogue, and was like, "We need to make this listen to a film. It seems to become a real film." And I was like, "You know what? You are right." Yes. And I had a thought. It's like you know what? It might not be. It it may not be a very good film, but it might be a cracking podcast. Yeah, because you came up to me before script uh, screenwriting. And we're like, oh, I've got an idea. We should do something like we did in, in cinematography. And we should just talk for like an hour. And then you, you were like, oh, I know someone who, who does a silent radio that we do. And we, so we literally sat there outside, spent the script in a group. And then because it was a two-hour lesson, we had a, a half, like a half an hour break in the middle. And we literally just walked into the guy's office. And like, right, we, we, did. Want, we, a radio- the <laughs> we want a radio show. Well, no, there was someone else there. Do you remember? Uh, well, there, was there, the, there was the female who wanted to join the news team. There was. Don't know her name. Still to this day, don't know. Or, when, or whether she actually got the job or not. Yeah. I hope she did. <laughs> so do I. I hope she did. Shout out to you, whoever you are. Um, I, you know, I wonder if she remembers who we are. Maybe she does. Maybe she doesn't remember who we are. But shout out to her. I hope she got the job. But, yes. Um, we did. We did. Yeah, we did. Um, well, Flying no, colors. Because, because I knew somebody who'd worked there who actually went to my college. And, yes. Um, I knew somebody who was there. And we we're like, right, well, we I know them. Let's go in and say something. So we just kind of we, we kind of barged it. I'd say barged. We did. We kind of barged into his office. Said hello. We'd like a show, please. Well, we walked into the news the news office, and I'm like, oh yeah, let's just go go talk to him. He loves people coming in pitching ideas. We're like, right, sorted. <laughs> yeah, that's what they told us that. Yeah. They said just go in and speak to him. We're like, yeah, okay, cool. Ooh. And we opened the door. We're like, hello. We'd like a show, please. It's like, right, okay, well, first send me an email and yes. come back with an appointment. Yeah. You're right, okay, awesome. Yeah, well, we got, we got an appointment. Yeah, we got an appointment. Uh, we did our research, which we was did. classic me. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then I overprepared, as usual. I, and then I come in saying, right, there was, a lot, there was a load of film shows already on. And yeah, said, well, we look back at every single like film show film we could show, find. Just to check, because I found out that some of them weren't running anymore. Yeah. But right, okay, well, are all of them not running? We actually found out that all of them, bar two, that yes. sort of monthly aren't running. Like, right, we're going to give, we're going to promise you a consistent weekly film show. 
that you're going to have and we're going to cover everything. We're going to give it to you all straight. Exactly. Also, when we had we had names at this point as well. We did. Remember we, remember we were going to be called the Unfilmables. What the yeah, hell is that? It's because we watched The Invincibles. We watched The Untouchables is what we watched. Yes, that's what it was. We and we were like, yeah, we were trying to think of just names of films that we could kind of pun. Yeah, we could pun name for films. Yeah. We're just and going through all the films we've watched. I was like, yeah, that, that, that might work. Sure. Yeah. And then and then the real show kind of came from, I think that was the first one I thought of. I kind of it thought, was, oh, that's, I bet it was an early one. I don't know what. already. I reckon it's because we heard it or I heard it first and I thought that's an all right name yeah sure and then because everything else came afterwards I was kind of we just stuck with it I reckon if we said unfilmables first it might be our name at that point yeah no (laughs) but I don't think it would have I think if the real show still would have came through and then it's it's, it's punchy enough it's and then this show would be called the filmable unfilmables not the real real show and not the real real show so there we go that's how fate works ladies and gentlemen exactly (laughs) 